whatever you're doing, no. <gasps> Julian. <laughs> dink, dink. <laughs> Unplug your mic. Welcome back to the Jen Julian podcast. Oh, Julian. We only need one mic in this house. Oh, we can it's share mics. season. We can sh- let's share mics. But we actually used to do that. We'll talk about it later. This episode is brought to you by ClassPass, guys. ClassPass is the way to work out and not get bored with one gym or one style of workouts. They offer many different types of training, access to over 15,000 of the best gyms and fitness studios all over the world. Right now, go to classpass.com slash try slash Jenna Julian. That's C-L-A-S-S-P-A-S-S dot com slash try slash Jenna Julian. Or hit the link below. Uh, your fitness game will be leveled up. Also, guys, me on these best... Underwear, most comfortable, three times softer than cotton. We wear it every single day. Proud supporter of the podcast. Try the new boxer brief with the fly. Easy access. You know what I mean? Check it out at meundies.com slash Jenna Julian for 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Also, guys, Squarespace, if you're looking to build a website, do it with Squarespace. No better way to do it. 24-7 customer support. Over 200,000 companies use Squarespace. Be like them. Go to squarespace.com slash Jenna Julian and check it out for a free trial or you get 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain with that link. <clears throat> Remember way back when I unplugged my mic that one time yeah. and then I talked into your mic? Yeah. It reminded me that... Uh, how long have we been podcasting? It feels like really long. <laughs> Julian... Oh my God. Pray um, for me. Do you remember? We used to have the mic like it's in the middle of us. Season. We had one mic? For a while, we did one mic. Did we really? We, we, was it a USB we mic? We one mic'd it. No, it was... um. It was. It was a USB mic. It was not a USB mic. Uh-huh. No. Well, bet me now. Bet me now. Bet me now. Shake that... my hand. Shake my hand. Okay. No, this is a tarp. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it is a tarp. Because I was the one processing you all the files. You literally have raisin in your tooth right now. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Hey, we're on camera. You're supposed <laughs> to let me know. Your... I didn't see your teeth. It's in your front teeth. Cut. He, he walks up to me earlier with a little box of raisins. It's not even there. You just got it. You just got it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like snacking on a little box of raisins, which is so cute because I haven't seen those since I was like a kid. That was like my snack, a little juice box. Nature's candy. Box of raisins. Anyways, you must have really enjoyed that because it's like in your teeth. Would it have been impossible to enjoy if it didn't get stuck in my teeth? No. Is there a correlation between food stuck in teeth and enjoyment of a meal? <sighs> no. Um, we started the podcast with those USB mics. And then when we graduated to the XLR AKG mic that we used to use before we got these, uh, we remember I set up on this camera the wide lens and I put it like right here. And one of our arms was always huge. And everyone's like, oh, mm-hmm. what happened to Jenna's arm? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we put one mic in the center of us for like most of those podcasts. It was like a stretch of like 10 podcasts, I think. So we can do it if you want. Let's just wait. I don't want to do it. Let's just try it. I I didn't ask to do it. That's making a terrible sound. Yeah, well, potato, potato. It is cold out. And Julian, what? Why don't you tell them what you did this morning? (laughs) Okay. Yesterday, I'm like editing my video and I'm like getting really tired. I'm just sitting there like trying to power (laughs) through my day. And Julian's like writing up a shot list, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" It's so, a, you want to get out of a pool in a suit with an umbrella. Inspiration strikes in many ways, and and sometimes at very random times. But I and also I think 
I'll touch on this later. But I think the the my schedule lately with streams and the amount of videos I'm making, it lends itself more to me putting more thought and time into a video than I used to. Mm. Um, I had an idea last night that because last year I did an Aries season vlog where I was just being very Aries in the vlog. Um, red alert! Red alert! It's yeah, Aries season, which kind of you know, I wouldn't say you know, I wouldn't say started, but it definitely like propelled the meme of being me being like the Aries you know, who's wild and everything. Um, and I thought to myself, like, what could I do this year that's not just like a vlog, you know? It's also kind of hard to vlog after a million years of vlogging because there's only so much, you know, you can really share and do something new. So I was thinking, like, what what could I do? And I just for some reason couldn't get this shot out of my head of a man emerging from a pool, preferably with, with bad weather, led first by an umbrella, just like a slow emerging out of the water, right? Like something out of just a weird movie <laughs> that no one rents and it sits <laughs> on the shelf until Blockbuster just gets it out. Oh, you mean like Devil by M. Night Shyamalan that um, we have on Blockbuster DVD? Not like Devil because someone did rent it, a.k.a. this guy who didn't return it. Do what you want, uh, Blockbuster, it's mine. You can't get it back. <laughs> we don't even have a DVD player, but I'm keeping it. Devil's a good movie. Hopefully my dad's not still getting billed your dad is still getting billed for double. No, he from changed addresses. They can't find them. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. Blockbuster didn't have, they didn't have computers. They didn't? No. Oh. They just had cash registers. Mm. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. So how did you write your movie? So I, <laughs> you calling it a movie? Oh my God. Is this my first filmmaker interview? Thank you. Welcome Wait, to the what? show. I was talking about devil. I wasn't talking about your video. I didn't call your video <laughs> a movie, you pretentious little why am I pretentious? You just called it a movie. I did. No, I called devil <laughs> roll the, a movie. Roll it back. She called it a movie. Thank you for, thank you for identifying my art. Wow. <laughs> Get out. I did not call you, your Aries season trailer art. You hate that when people say movie or short film or shit. Like when, no, I'm okay with some of it. Like I, I, if, <clears> it, if it has a storyline or something like that, if it's fiction and someone's like, yeah, it's a short film or a movie, I'm like, cool. But like... Don't call your vlog a movie, you know? What's today a vlog? No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway. Made so, like a little trailer. Like, that's cool. Oh, yeah. I made like a little trailer. But, but like, I, no, unironically calling your long vlog a movie, I like, was, really, I was it really bothers me. I, yeah, yeah, I would echo that. That's not tea at anybody in particular. It's no, just, it's not. It's a thing that I don't enjoy. Yeah. But it's also like so easy for someone who has you know, become popular from vlogging or something like YouTube to decide that they're now a filmmaker and just call their things films, but whatever. Anyway. Uh, so I had this shot in my head. So I, I woke up this morning kind of early and I was like, okay, let's get a couple of the shots, right? One of the shots was like me grabbing coffee out of the fridge. And then I was like, um, like a fire a shot of the fireplace. And then I was like, okay, I really, really don't want to do this. I was like more, I was more excited about it last night because I don't, it's like when you're excited about an idea and like you're, at least for me, like at night, I'm like all about it. I'm like so pumped. I'm like, this is going to look so good. I can't wait to do it. And then the morning comes and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? I think mm. that's normal. So I woke up and I was like, I really don't want to do this. It's cold out. It's like on and off raining. Yeah. You um, know that pool was freezing cold. Pool is fucking cold as shit. So I was like, all right. I'll think about it. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll get some of the other shots first. And then it starts fucking pouring. 
And I'm like, okay, this is a sign. I need to do it right now. So I cut a hole the size of my lens in this box and I tape plastic on top of the box so that I can put my camera out in the rain and film without the lens getting all watery and That's stuff. That's how you got that shot? Yeah. I, I assumed you had put it like under the awning. No, because it was a relatively wide lens. So I brought it right next to the I edge of the pool you. and I put it under the box, ran upstairs, oh put my on God. my button down shirt, ran back down and just jumped in the pool because I was like, I just got to do this. So I jumped in the pool. By the way, it was manual focus because I was terrified if I had left it on auto, it was going to focus on the bushes or whatever. So I like, I tried to estimate where the focus distance was. I did it. I got out soaking wet. I like lifted up the box. I'm like freezing cold. I'm like checking the shot. I'm like, it's not right. <laughs> Put it back. You did it again? I did it like six times. What? I jumped back in. <laughs> did it, the umbrella got out, walked around. And uh, one time I actually emerged and started coughing. <laughs> it's just like so cold. And I still feel kind of like sick a little bit from it. I yeah, that's I not good. I hope I didn't catch anything or do I anything I hope the neighbors body. saw. I hope the neighbors were watching the entire time. Yeah, well, they, they didn't pay admission, so I hope they didn't. So after like six times, I finally feel like I got a decent shot. So mm -hmm. I like bring the camera and bring my, you know, I dry off, run in. I'm like, I'm like kind of still cold. And I'm like, okay. And so that was like the catalyst that like helped me shoot the rest of the video. Because then I was like, all right, it's time to go. The rest is easy after that. The rest is easy after that. That was the hardest shot. Um, then I did the cabinet opening scene and then the, um, the shoe throwing scene and a little of this, a little of that. See, it's interesting to me as someone that knows you to hear that you got the hardest shot out of the way first, because that's something that I do. I push always to do like the worst first. Unlike Julian, who, when we first started dating, had saved your elective Spanish class <laughs> for your second semester of your senior year. And you're taking this like really hard Spanish class that you passed a test in order to take. And like you were struggling so hard. I was like, why would you save that for your last semester of college? It was GE the, like, Spanish 201. Hellish fucking horrible, really difficult class for you for your brutal. very last semester of college. It was brutal. And when I you should leave nothing hard for that semester. Get well, all of your hard <clears throat> classes out of the way, freshman, sophomore, and junior year so that you can chill a little bit and start to like figure out your next steps. But not Julian. <laughs> it's literally like March, April, and May and he's fucking drowning in Spanish. <laughs> well, if I might what? Uh, defend myself here. I switched majors sophomore year. So Wait, what was your original major? Business administration. I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? I guess I didn't think about it or I kind of just maybe like I knew at the time. I kind of just did what a couple of my other baseball friends did. We were like, "Hey, we're going to play baseball and study business." You know what I mean? It was just kind of like what you did. I understand that. So, I my goal was to like play baseball and like get drafted. So, I signed up for business administration, not thinking anything of it end up getting injured, stop playing baseball. And then I'm stuck in business and I'm like really, really not enjoying it. Not like I can't do it. Like my grades were okay. Yeah. It was just, I felt like now that baseball had dropped out of my life, I needed to find a new interest or purpose. I feel like a lot of people identify with all of a sudden realizing your major is not something you're super yeah. pumped about and mm -hmm. changing it. I yeah. know a lot of people that did the same thing. Yeah. And so, um, so then I started writing for the newspaper and I was like, journalism's cool. And then I was like, eh. It's kind of old. And then I found broadcast journalism and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Mm. Um, but anyway, in that transition, 
I like missed out on a couple GEs in my early like uh, sophomore year because I was switching majors. So I had to do, I think my second semester of my sophomore year, my first semester of my junior year was like kind of nutty because I had to do extra classes because I had taken business classes when I should have been taking my, right. you know. And your school had that, what do you call those January classes? And- uh, it, Interterm. Yeah, that was not a thing at my school. Interterm, yeah. And I had never heard of that. Like Julian was taking interterm classes. So it's during winter break, you can take a a month long, like five days a week class and it counts as a credit. Right. And he was always doing that while I knew you. And I was like, what is this fucking. I know, it sucked because all my friends went home for like fucking week, a month and a half or something, Mm -hmm. like five weeks, six weeks. And I was like there for, I was home for only two, a week and a half, two weeks. Right. Because I was at school studying. But. Well, and you were working and, and stuff I was too, working, so yeah. it was a lot. But anyway, um, Spanish just slipped through the cracks a little bit, and I had to take an online Spanish 201 my senior semester, senior second semester, and it was brutal. It was fucking brutal because I was so rusty, and it was not a beginner's class. It was like intermediate because it's like the third level. It's like you are 101, 102, and then 201. <laughs> so I was doing 201. <laughs> Well, and, that explains a lot, I guess. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I knew that at the time, but I just, the the idea always stuck with me that you did that to yourself and I just can't let it go. <laughs> I can't I can't believe that you did that. No, I had to do it to him. No, you didn't have to do <laughs> it to him. I had to do it Have to you him. ever thought about not doing it to him? Never crossed my mind because I had to do it to him. I stayed doing it to him. No, you didn't. It's a state of mind. I, just, I met Julian when he was 20. I was 26. Very mm-hmm. scandalous, I know. But so Julian, while I was on YouTube making videos mm-hmm. and I had moved to LA and I was here for however long time till I met you. So when we first started dating, Julian was still in college for a while. And like... You were dating a college student. I was. It was weird, you know. It was weird, but it was like at the same time, I, I wasn't like your typical college I was just like there for class and then I was like working. So I was like, right. you know, yeah. but it, it was weird though for me because I had been out of college for five years or well, four years of graduate school. So it was weird to date someone that was still like in that environment because yeah. I had grown out of it Yeah, in that amount of time. For sure. And I would like tell you stories about like things I saw on campus. Yeah, and your and, fucking teachers and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. You're like, what a trip. I feel like I had left that behind. Yeah. It was weird. That must have been weird. Because when you do, when you finish college, you do close that door. You fucking slam it. You slam that thing shut. (laughs) No more test, bitch. I'm fucking done. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Especially after going grad school, too. It's like you close the door and then another door. Well, for me, yeah. When I had made the decision that I wasn't going to pursue a PhD, I was like, I'm not going to reopen this door for many, many years. Like, I need to go get some life experience, you know? So that door was fucking slammed and locked, you know, until further notice. Yeah. I think that's why it's really difficult for people like, you know, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. It's difficult to get back in that mindset to go back to school because it's, you know, once the ball's rolling, you can keep it moving. But totally. once that kinetic energy stops, you're sort of just like, fuck that. Totally. <laughs> but like when I met you, we had sort of, I well, you know, we were different in different stages of life and different people. It was like a lot of factors there that would make it difficult for us yeah, to date, definitely. but we powered through as we, friends. We powered through best friends. Oh, someone suggested we go on our first date as, and like one of us <laughs> asked each other out <laughs> for a video. I think it'd be really funny. Uh, imagine just tuning into the podcast now and being like, I don't get it. Are they dating? They're just friends. Right? My favorite part about that meme, the fr- I was just friends uh-huh. is like, um, 
now when people are like, get married, someone won't jump in and be like, oh, they're just friends. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> we are just we friends. We are just friends. We are. For real. <laughs> <laughs> What? So weird. But what, what you were just saying about real, like trying to get that momentum back, like our friend Crayson, Matt, who we met um, gaming, he just went back to school mm-hmm. and he's been telling me about like that experience, like studying for class again. And it's like, and yeah. I kind of had a similar thing where I was studying for the, the drone pilot exam and I hadn't exercised those muscles in a long time yeah. and it felt weird. So I hear you completely when it's like going back to school is is a bitch compared to just like powering through with that momentum that you have as right. a young person. Well, and people have given me that advice when I was younger too. Like if you can go to graduate school after college, like do it, you know, because yeah. you're already in that mindset and it's a lot easier. <clears throat> you know, everyone's experience is totally different and not everyone can do that or wants to do that. You know, it's your experience is your experience. But my experience is that it was easier. I imagine than if I decided now with my life, you know, to go to, college or back to school because it's just it's hard because college is hard as it is Mm -hmm. but coming from a student mindset for that many years in a row does have its advantages yeah you know Mm -hmm. but like i was one of the younger people in my graduate program by like a lot i was the youngest but there was only like one or two my people my age everyone else was a little older and i always remember feeling like like they took it really seriously, you know, because when you're like, if I were to go back to school today, it's your money and you understand the amount of time that goes into it. Whereas when you're a student, sometimes it just feels like I go to class. It's what I do. You know, it's my day. I study. It's like already part of your life. Cause that's all, you know, but I always was, you know, I found it really admirable to see adults that were really passionate and yeah. like they had that little extra sort of like excitement or like did so much of their homework and they took everything so seriously because that's like, you know, their life. They're really, really choosing to take time out of their day. It's fucking high stakes now for them. Yes. Yeah. And, um, I just really appreciated that. But I think now I have a better perspective, understanding what that means to someone to get their education at an older age. Whereas when you're a a younger person, sometimes I feel like you take advantage of the fact that you've you've only ever been a student. Yeah. You know? And I I don't want to come off as like, you know, if you go to school later on, instead of finishing when you're young, you're bad. Like everyone has different circumstances. I'm not judging anyone. Like I, education is great at any time, at any time. Yeah. And you should do whatever the fuck you feel. But that's super interesting because thinking back to like your, anyone's mindset, but like my personal experience in college, like all I was thinking about was like, just get me the fuck out of here. Getting done. Just finish line, finish line, finish Mm -hmm. line. Because you can't wait to go live your life. Whereas someone older going back to school is really seeing that as a great opportunity to further their life where you're just like, I I need my life to start. My life is never started. I can't get out of this fucking classroom. And they're like, my life, my life has started and, um, it's fucking hard. So (laughs) I'm going to need some help with that degree here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's funny though. Anyways, you left that hard-ass Spanish class for your second semester of your senior year, and I couldn't believe you did that. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm surprised. Your boy got a B on it. That you got that hardest class or the um, hardest shot of your video filmed first today. Yeah. It wasn't what I was planning to do. That's in Aries season, Mm -hmm. in this climate. It's a little out of character to see you do the hardest thing first. I'm like a hardest thing first person. No, you know, I... Get it done and then the rest of it is okay. I would say that I'm the same though. 
Give me an example. Oh, let me think of one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Okay. You ever see me carry one grocery bag in <laughs> at a time? <laughs> okay. Fair. But I'm not sure that that point applies here. Why? Because that's just you not wanting to make two trips. Um, sometimes I'll... I'm trying to think. Like I have that mindset in a lot of things because I'm like... Like last night, right? I forgot I forgot to put the dog food away. We got the shipment of dog food and I forgot to put it away. And I also forgot to take out the, the garbage bins, mm-hmm. right? And it's late and I'm like cold and I'm barefoot and I find, run outside and I'm like, okay, what's the hardest thing to do right now? Well, go outside in my bare feet and take these bins out quietly because it's late to the curb open the gate, shut the gate, you know, bring the rest of the boxes out, do it. Or you could just put the dog food away and maybe do the bins in the morning. No. I busted ass outside and I was like, hardest thing first. Carried three bins at once, not three, two at once. And, and then that's what I mean. So I, any, anytime I have like chores, I do the hardest one first. See, to me, doing the hardest thing first would be waking up, knowing that you have to take the garbage out that day and doing all the things you don't like in the day early. And then later on in the day, you don't what about have to jiu-jitsu? worry about it. Jiu-jitsu is hard, and I do it first every day. It's your favorite thing. <laughs> it's hard, though. No. It is hard, but that's you doing what you want when you want to. That is not an example of getting the hardest thing out of the way first. There is there is an example somewhere. <laughs> this, there is. This conversation is Aries season. No, there's an example. It's you defending yourself as to why you doing things that you like. I'm is- allowed to defend myself this <laughs> month, okay? You have to you have to give that to me. Every other month I shut up. <laughs> but this month I get to defend myself. Wait, what was that? Every other month you shut up? Oh, I'm to- I'm told to. <laughs> I don't tell you to no, shut I, up. In in arguments, I have to I have to understand that like don't defend myself. But this month, no. That impulse is gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is it your mom's birthday this weekend? Yeah, yeah. She's an early Aries. When'd you get her? Why are you going to blast me? I didn't get her anything. Get her something. Well, go shopping with me. Okay. Let's go tomorrow. What do you want to get her? Well, I could get her a class pass, which is a really awesome membership to where you can work out at all sorts of different types of gyms. So you don't get bored with your workout, guys. ClassPass is a really great service. You don't want to go to the same gym or the same workout class. We'll get back to it. Um, every day or every week, you're going to get bored, right? If you want to try kickboxing, yoga, Pilates, Krav Krav Maga, Krav, Krav Maga Jiu-Jitsu, the best sport of all time, whatever, it's weightlifting, not, CrossFit, ClassPass is the is the it's what it's for you it's really just made for you okay it it is actually an awesome service to where you can Mm -hmm. live a lot of different life experiences in the fitness world with just one membership and you don't have to worry about signing up and then worrying about canceling like that's the best part is the peace of mind with class pass um they provide all the options if you want to lift really heavy things or if you want to go spin like whatever it is they have the options there for you um and they give uh, so you sign up with ClassPass, and then they give you the list of all sorts of the different gyms and options for fitness classes in your area, and you just choose what you want. And uh, it has worked for a lot of people, and it can work for you too. Right now, get your first two weeks for free, free on ClassPass.com/slash/try/slash/JennaJulian, or click click the link down below. Um, I guarantee you that if you try it, you're going to probably do a fitness class that you did not have in your future prior. You weren't going to do it. You weren't going to like get up and find that kickboxing class or that Pilates class. 
What? I want to take a judo class. You want to take a judo class? Yeah, I want to flip people. You'd but be, I don't want to sign you'd be up for good a at membership. Judo. I just want to do it and try it, see if I like so it. So sign up with ClassPass. I'm going to. You don't have to commit. Just go through ClassPass. I want to do judo. Check it out, guys. Go to ClassPass. I just burped into the mic. ClassPass.com slash try slash Jenna Julian. It is Aries season. Also, guys, uh, if you have a website that you would like to build, worry no more because I can tell that you're worrying. I hear it in your voice. Okay? Go to squarespace.com. They are amazing. They have all the templates, the features, and the ease of use, really, like the functionality is so nice and simple with Squarespace. You have a vision for your website. They help you achieve it. It's really that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you have questions in the middle of the uh, freaking night and you want help, Squarespace is there for you. They have 24-7 award-winning customer support to help you with your designs, your fonts, your buttons, how it looks on mobile, how it looks on desktop, the colors, whatever it is, they will help you. And you can make a really, really banging website and a really, really easy process. So check it out. It's Squarespace, the all-in-one platform. And uh, seriously, like if you have questions, bother them. That's That's what they're there for. Ask them questions. They will help you. And then you can Make the website of your dreams. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. Right now, go to squarespace.com slash Jenna Julian, and you get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And also, dude, what's on my butt right now? Me undies. Oh, you got your pizza ones on. I got my pizza ones? I'm wearing the... um, I just gave myself a wedgie live. I'm wearing the llama design Oh, the bralette. The llama one is the new one. It's so cute. Yeah. Dude, I have the underwear. It's like too. one of my favorite days of the month when Squarespace or when my me me, when my MeUndies package arrives in the same beautiful little it is package and I open it and I'm like, dude, you know what made me feel a little bit better today that I wasn't gonna feel that good today? Some fresh underwear. It makes honestly a fucking difference. It does when your like underwear is nice and fun. Where as I used to say, because I don't wear like underwire bras yeah. that much really anymore but like if you're a bra and your underwear match like yeah. holy shit you don't even think it's gonna be a good day it's gonna be a good it day just is. and it's a brand new design dude you didn't have to go shopping for it you didn't have to pick out your size mm-hmm. they know your size they're me undies guys check it out go to me undies.com slash jenna julian okay and check their stuff out there you get to, uh, 15% off your first pair of free shipping and if you don't like it for whatever reason they will take it back and refund you for your purchase, they have socks, bralettes, underwear. They have hats. They have um, onesies. onesies, which we love so much. Check them out. Click the link below. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. This really is like the the bralettes are such a good, like, I'm chilling around the house bra, you know? I'm not going to do any sports. Tell me what that means because I, I, I don't know. You don't understand? No, I just mean like support? explain. No, explain it to me. Like. Because I know I've heard you say and girls say like taking my bra off at the end of the day is so nice. Like it feels good, but like that one feels good to wear. So it's like, which one is it? I just, no, I just want to know. Like, can, can you, you want me, me to explain bras? To well, you? I think it's kind of interesting. I don't Aww. know. No, no, no. I'm, don't. I love being friends. <laughs> We're just friends. <laughs> I need to know. So, and I stopped wearing, I feel like I stopped wearing underwear bras unless I was like, I don't know. There's been times when I've worn like a gown or some like a wedding that we go to mm-hmm. or something like that where I'm wearing like a dress yeah. and you need it like, I don't know, evens out your shape a little more when you have like padding or like an underwear bra. Yeah. But, you know, when I was growing up, that was like what we had really. We had sports bras, uh, training bras or like, you know, thin little you know, for like 12 year olds yeah. or whatever. And then um, 
like underwear bras. And, you know, obviously there's different types and different kinds, but like the norm was to So that's a type of bra is an underwear bra? Like that's a name? Underwire bra. Underwire. Mm -hmm. Oh, they said underwear bra. Okay. No. So it literally has a wire underneath the cup. Yeah. So it's like holding it and shaping it and that kind of stuff. Um, And it just over time just starts to feel like you're wearing... A wire. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds painful. And... Even by the time I was like, you know, 20 or whatever, there's much more comfortable bras. Like they, they don't have an underwire or if they do, they're like a lot nicer and don't feel like that. But that whole, like, it just doesn't feel that good. You know, yeah. if you wear it, like, you know, you put it on when I was a kid, you put it on at fucking six in the morning. You might take it off for gym class, but like you're wearing it all fucking day. And, and it's it like hurts. pressed up against you. And yeah, it's it, yeah. tight. I can imagine that'd be like uncomfortable. Or so like I guess the that. straps are cutting into you and stuff, but like I feel so, like I wear sports bras mostly, <laughs> bras, bralettes, like like looser stuff. Got it. Because if I'm, this is just me. This is a personal mm-hmm. preference. This might be TMI, but like if I'm just like walking around without a bra with like a loose shirt, like it starts to get uncomfortable. Like yeah. your nipples are like yeah. well, that, chafing. I can see that. I mean. If I walk around in the wrong in the wrong type of shirt, mm-hmm. yeah, the wrong weather, humidity, or whatever, yeah, yeah it starts it to starts to hurt a little. Not good. It's like that yeah. episode of The Office when Andy ran the ran marathon. Sorry. Totally. Sorry. I don't get that at all. They ran a five k and he taped his nipples with an X underneath his shirt, so That's he had hot. His shirt, his shirt looked like this. <laughs> but like, I like to wear unless I'm, you know, going to the gym or going to work out or whatever. I'll wear a sports bra for the most part. Or if I'm around the house, if I'm wearing no bra, it's fine. But I can't do that like all day and all night. Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm wearing like a really tight shirt or something, then that's probably fine. But like if it's just like a loose t-shirt, then I'll wear like a bralette or like uh, like those like lacy ones that are just like a halter. Yeah. Just something chill. Yeah. You know? I feel you. I feel like I would like, I would have the same kind of preference if I wore bras. Like a Sounds. chill bra. A chill bra. Is chill, this, comma, bra. <laughs> Get out. No, come back. Come back, friend. Oh, oh. oh, hey, friend. I didn't know you'd be here. Shall we grab lunch as friends? <laughs> I don't Let's know. split I the just, check because like, we're friends. I always, so when I played sports and stuff, I would wear multiple sports bras because when I was in college, they were very expensive to buy a sports bra. And, yeah. they, you know, you could buy ones from like Nike or Under Armour. And it just wasn't, I don't know. I felt like they weren't everywhere, you know, uh-huh. nor was it like fashionable to wear. You can go to Forever 21 and find like a sports bra top, huh. you know, yeah. it wasn't like outerwear. It wasn't like a shirt. Yeah, yeah. They were sports specific and they were undergarments. Got it. So I would wear multiple sports bras because some of them fucking sucked because yeah. they were cheap. So I would yeah. wear like three sports bras to my softball game. Like at once. In order to keep them all together. Got to keep them under control, you know? You got to keep them together. Keep them together. The whole team's got to be together, okay? Now I can wear one sports bra because I'm not doing as vigorous as of activities. Um, and they're also better quality now. Mm. So. What a time to be alive. But that's like all I wear. Yeah. I don't like... I feel like some of my shirts look better, too, if I'm wearing a sports bra. Yeah, I agree. I think they look good on you. Oh, thank you. With a shirt on and just the sports bra. I know we're just friends. I shouldn't be looking, but. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is completely platonic. Hello? Yeah. Your dog is really cute, by the way. Thank you. Can I pet him while he's sleeping? I don't think that's a bad (laughs) idea, especially in Aries season. You can try. Maybe make a noise so he knows you're coming. 
Caca, caca. Okay, he's not. No, his eyes are still closed. No, 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 no. You need to get his uh, attention. It's okay. Before well, you touch uh, him. I'll pet. I'll, I'll maybe pet him next time I come over for a play date with you. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> you live around here. Uh. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll Venmo you my address. All right. Wait, that's not how that works. (laughs) So anyway, yep, I went for a nice little cold swim. Long story short, I went for a cold swim this morning. And uh, I still have a headache from it for whatever reason. You're going to get sick, Jordan. Is that what that that means? Probably. Huh. It's like when you get stuck in the rain and it's cold and then, you know, the next day you feel kind of sniffly. You might not get like a full-blown cold, but your body's like, fuck you. Yeah, a little while later, I went in the hot shower, and I could tell it was too late. Well, you know, some days you... Anyway. <laughs> What's that sentence? I don't know. Finish your sentence. Some days you what? You wake up knee-high on the grass patch in the backyard. Okay. How about that? Okay. <laughs> What? Tell me what I did. You're making me feel weird. Okay, well, so it's just another day then. (laughs) (laughs) We had, um, I've had multiple people come to the house and we haven't got rid of those fucking jeans. They're just sitting in the office. Yeah, like pairs of legs. Yeah, they look like, they look like, we look look like freaky people. Why? Because we have tripods everywhere (laughs) (laughs) and we have legs Mm -hmm. (laughs) just sitting around our house. Yeah. Stuffed legs mm-hmm. stapled together. Yeah. And then beautiful plants, but also we're really... Thank you. Really weird. Really weird people. We're really weird people. That's why I was hoping our neighbors were watching you while you were jumping in and out of the pool in a shirt with an umbrella. Yeah. I mean, they actually got trapped on one take because I was like trying to push the umbrella and it like they're suctioned into the water. And I was like... Is this how I die? Is this it? <laughs> but I made it. I was, I was fine. That is so it was a little. It was a little drugstore umbrella, so it was really getting tossed around by the wake that our pool was making from the light rain in our Southern California. Backyard. The wake that the rain was making? It was actually my wake. <laughs> yeah, it was the wake that I was making. I, I make a wake. I make wake. So... How about how about airplane food? <laughs> Special shout out to Chris. He just put out a really cool video. Uh, we were talking about doing this, but we haven't really even t- like talked about it further, or organized it. But it would be cool to like shout people out on like a regular thing if we could, you know, make that part of the podcast or every other podcast or whatever where we I think find. I, like I literally I'd said to you, I think we should make like a beginning little thing in the podcast yeah. where we just talk about something that we that really we found liked. and then we yeah. like well. I'll start it off. Chris Melberger just he made like a sequel to his video. Um, if Shane Dawson edited Normal Dudes Lives, but he instead of just like kind of redoing the same video in a sequel format, he came up with this really really funny concept, um, and it's really good. He like and he got all these viners to send in this like kind of little home tape that fits right into the story, and it's really funny. But anyway, that that was like. That was my favorite watch of the week. What was yours? Well, and he's almost at 100,000 subs on YouTube. Oh, Chris is almost at 100,000 subs. Yep. We love you. Go sub to him, dude. I had literally made... We'll link these below, I think. I had made a note on my 
like Gmail notes or whatever. It literally, it just said, I made this on October 18th, 2018. That's a long time ago. That's when I, well, that's when I was like, we should do a thing in the beginning or some part of the podcast where we just talk about something that we really like. Yeah. And I had written Jenna's random good thoughts for podcasts. Like I just. Yeah, 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 for sure. I wish I had my soundboard. A random good thought for the podcast. Like I'm going to tell you something that was really nice this week. And I had written down because I was watching um, an interview, I think like on the red carpet Grammys or some award show. Yeah. Where BTS was. And I think I'm pretty sure it's Nam June of BTS. I had written has really astoundingly good English. And that's really cool because I was like, I'm thinking about, right. If you're an English speaking pop star and you're in a group, so you're with your friends and people that you trust yep. and it feels really good. But every like, you know how hectic an award show is in the first place. Yeah. You're in another country and there's all of these media interview people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't watch their shows. Yeah. You don't know what the hell's fucking happening. Their sensory fucking overloads really loud. And your English is only like okay at best. Uh-huh. And it's just fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, is this person saying something mean to me? Are they being disrespectful towards me? Like, I don't fucking know yeah. because I only know conversational Japanese. And... I was watching this interview and Nam June like has really, 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 really good English. And you could just tell how much more comfortable it made all of them feel. And that it was just like, I, it just was fucking amazing. Like I, I couldn't, like he would step in or like sort of reassure one of the, you know, whoever's speaking, like yeah. help them finish their sentence or help them clarify. And I'm like, that's so fucking rad. Yeah. Like it's really fucking rad. And we see like, athletes and people where they have a translator talking after a fight like Mm -hmm. for ufc and how scary it must be to be in that position and not speak english but to have someone that you trust that like has your back one of your boys and help you do that and like know that you're not no one's talking down to you or doing anything like that it's just like really fucking cool that's super rad yeah super rad and i think that's like one of those things that a lot of people overlook especially in that sort of setting where it's like, big deal, like, you know, whatever. But it's like, if you actually think about what their experience is like at mm-hmm. an event like that. Yeah. Because a lot of people detach their feelings for a celebrity or an artist um, from that of a human's. Whereas like your mother or your brother, you don't detach those emotions because right. you know that they're people. Mm-hmm. So like, if you really think about it, man, that's like, it's an intense thing. And like, it's a really cool skill that provides a level of like emotional safety. Well, yeah. Think about, okay. So the, the people in BTS or any, any group that doesn't speak English. And one of those boys is your son. And that boy is like, you know, at the whim of their manager or Mm -hmm. their agent. And they, they go wherever they got, it's all business. That's their job. But like, I, in my heart of hearts, want to make sure that someone's looking out for them, you know, on an emotional level. Is Mm -hmm. he okay? How is he doing? And that's what, Nam June was doing in that interview. And yeah. I, it seems like he does a lot. And mm-hmm. it was just like, I, it just made me feel really like happy, you know? Yeah. How that, scary is that? It's, I would be, I would just like clam up, you know, if I didn't like, yeah. we've been to other countries where you don't speak the language. And, and then they start laughing. And you're like, oh my God. And I'm like, did I, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you laughing at me? Like, yeah, I yeah. feel really out of place and like scared. You're and hoping weird. you're not offending anyone while at the same time yeah. you're like also self conscious. You're like, completely self conscious. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of like watching the difference between watching like a translator, um, sorry, someone who does, who like signs 
at a concert or a speech. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference between someone who's super enthusiastic about it versus someone who's maybe not as enthusiastic is like night and day. Yeah. And you see someone really getting into it, whether it's like a song or whatever, or it's a passionate speech or something, you see that they're like really trying to convey what this person's saying and what they mean when they're saying it mm-hmm. and where it comes from. Um, I don't know. I think that's like a super special thing, like translating languages or, tr- or signing to people who right? are deaf or hard of hearing. So that's cool. Wouldn't that be like the coolest superpower though, to speak every language? There's someone out there That'd who does it. Thick as hell. Right? Yeah. They probably work for the fucking FBI or CIA or some shit. How many languages are there? I actually don't know the answer to that. Do you want me to look it up? No. I'd rather not know. <laughs> I think it would just stress me out because I only know like one and a half. Sick. One and a, t- a, a hundredth. Give us some Spanish from that really hard Spanish class that you took. Yo tengo hambre. <laughs> oh. See, si, mucho hambre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tienes baseball. Muchísimo uh, nosotros. Julian. Café Come es on. mi favorito. Me encanta café. Mm-hmm. No me gusta la, la hora. Julian. Si, See, si, pero? It's like pero? The, the beginning. Pero, pero poquito? Poquito pero? <laughs> it's like the beginning of the sentence starts off okay and then it just turns into words you know. Si, delgado. Julian. Gordo? <laughs> Muchísimo. You should have stayed in that Spanish. Rapidamente. <laughs> now you're just saying words. Rapidamente. When we were walking the dogs the other day, a woman was jogging back, like past us. With her phone out, speaking into oh, it in front of her God, face dude. in Spanish. And I was like, damn, get it. My mom but does that. Th- she jogs with her no, phone No, she, she does this thing. She does, <laughs> sounds good, period. I'll, I'll call you back. Um, hold on one second, one second. Uh, in the morning, and then it beeps and it stops listening to like halfway through and she reads it back and it didn't even fucking copy anything she said. She does it again. What is the harm in, in just writing it out? I don't think my mom knows how to use that feature. No, so. your mom knows how and she knows how bad it is. Really? Yeah, I mean, I get like text-to-speech or speech-to-text or whatever, you know, to, to but when you're doing it like this and you're multitasking like my mom, the true Aries that she is, and also, like, not really speaking Siri-friendly, you know? Like, yeah. you're not enunciating your words. You're just like, yeah, well, I'll call him um, in, uh, in a little bit. Um, and she's, like, ordering or, like, dealing with, like, the mailman or something. Yeah. Like, how, how is this, she's like, how is this that person any sort of efficient? That's that's really frustrating when you're working. Like, that you're working at a place and that person's on the phone. They won't just get off the phone. But yeah. she's not on the phone. She's texting. Yeah with speech and this is like the universal like parent phone (laughs) phone position yeah it's like it's holding it up to your mouth yeah or if they're texting it's like either like this yeah really far away or really close up i used to make fun of my dad because he uh anytime we go out to dinner he would the check would come and he would he would pull the check and he would be like uh, it can't see. Whole, it his whole thing, but yeah. he could see because his food was right here the whole time, and somehow the check. Yeah, needs but to your be, food's not words. Okay, but also As it was someone fun. With terrible eyesight, I can tell you. Yeah, this. my dad has bad eyesight. It was fun to make fun of him. You can see food. He As words. a child normally does to their parents. True. So I used to make fun of him that like every time the check would come, he would pull out his wallet. And then it would just get further and further every time, and then we'd like <laughs> hand it off to each other and be like, "Can you hold it over there?" <laughs> But no, 
Uh, parents, parents be like, you know, just they really be like that. You didn't see the number on the check. So you leave a tip for 10% or 15% of something else. Yeah. Some other number that you thought you saw. <laughs> yeah. Like ignorance is bliss. You know, <laughs> if I don't think about it, then whatever. <laughs> tip your waiters. Yes, please. That's the, that's the end. And bartenders. And bartenders, of course. You think you're so funny making fun of your dad's bad eyesight and look at you now with your glasses. You can't uh, drive without look who's, them. Look who doesn't have to wear glasses. Look, I can read things. Tell me Julian. what to read. That says Apollo. That says preamp. That says ISO 800. We're all so impressed with your eyesight. Except the next time that you go to take your DMV test or whatever, you're going to have to do an eye test. And unless you bring your glasses, you're not going to pass. Or I Welcome could show up. to the rest of our lives. Or I could show up and they say, take your eye exam. And I'd just be like, nah. <laughs> That's you that. You don't get your license. That's then. that. No, I'll get my license. How? I know a guy who works at the DMV. I knew you were going to say I know. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was just waiting for it. Really? Did yeah. you know I was going to say that? Yes. Do I say that a lot? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I, know I do you, know a guy, I'm, so. I know you as a friend so well. First of all, you don't know a guy. Second of all, I knew you were going to say it. You know a guy. Third of all, whenever you start off telling a joke and it sort of like ends with a bizarre premise. No. no. You always go, and then he woke up. It was all a dream. Don't, or, don't then he expose. Realized, then he realized he was on a massive yeah. acid trip the entire don't, time. Don't, no, no, no. He was at home. He was in a hole. I appreciate that you think you know how my comedy works and how my storytelling <laughs> is structured, but it is an ever-evolving one. Mm-hmm. So I was. you might think I was going to say I know a guy, right? Yeah. Even though I didn't say it. You did. Roll it back. I didn't say it. Yes, you did. I said I was going to say I used to work at the DMV, which is also a lie. But I did. I did work there. Yeah. And I know where they keep their files. And I know where they keep, more importantly, the the material of which they make driver's license out of. Mm -hmm. I also know a guy (laughs) who can make a driver's (laughs) license off market. So I was going to steal one of the sheets of material, bring it to my guy. He'll take half of the sheets as as payment, Illegal. and then I'll I'll get a free driver's license with saying whatever the fuck I wanted to say on there. Illegal address name, completely eye illegal. color. I'm gonna forge my eye color. Okay, wait, now that you're talking about this, I'm thinking about what I, I was thinking about this the other day. That what? my weight says something. It's totally not on my license because it's like old, and I'm like, someday I'm gonna get pulled over by a cop, and he's just gonna look at me and go. That's not what you weigh. Identity theft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's, like, that's I think, not a thing, babe. I'm pretty sure it says... No one has the same weight for years and years. I mean, it's like everyone's always... If anything, it's height. If you were a different height, then that would be that would raise more... True. Yeah, it says my hair is blonde on here because it was. <laughs> my hair was blonde. Okay, hair and weight maybe. You might be getting to the little suspicious territory here. I'm like, I'm 32 years old, but I still get like fear that someone's going to look at my license and go, that's not you. That's not you. It's you. It's not. It's you. It's you with different color hair, more makeup, and there's a signature right beneath your neck, but I don't see it on your real body. Julian, my license. I don't have my license on me, but what do I look like in mine? Um, I don't remember. My actually, favorite, my favorite thing though, is when you were like literally like a seven-year-old child in your passport. <laughs> we would travel, and people would look at your passport and just start I laughing. Had, I hadn't taken a new passport picture for years. I had so walked funny. around with a passport with me. I think at like fifteen years old. Yeah, well, well it's into good my twenties, ten years. So 
Yeah. But I also think I renewed it once, but didn't renew the picture mm. somehow. And so... Maybe. When we went to like Australia it, no, a couple Canada times. No, Canada was my favorite because he just looked at you and started fucking dying laughing. Yeah. He was like, you grew. <laughs> something like that. It's like, oh, you changed a little bit or something. <laughs> yeah, I was like a literal child. Yeah. And then on my most recent passport picture, I have uh, just sweet mustache. So um, I actually don't know what I was going to say after that, but I have a mustache <laughs> on my passport picture. So... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't, I can't think of what your license picture looks like right now. My license picture is me with blonde hair and oh, it's sick. like off to the side. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I kind of want to revert it back to my 18 year old picture because I think I look better in that one. Wait, you can't do that. I might. I will see. You can't. <laughs> I know a guy. I just remember. Here's when, what you do. When you I took... bring your own SD card and when they're not no. looking, you swap it out with their camera. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like a glamour full body shot on like a photo set. When I took this license picture, I'm pretty sure this is either the first or second license picture that I got in California. I think this one might be my second. But the, I think it's your second. The first one that I took, she didn't tell me she was taking the picture. Yeah. You know, she's just trying to push people in and out of there. So she's just like, okay, here's your thing. And then she just flicks it. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what gives hit you, you like, with the flick yeah, she hit me with the flick <laughs> so she takes there's you know three pictures and only one of them i had my eyes open oh so that was the default one yeah that she, and I, I, she was which one do you want i was like well i guess that one like should i pick one with my eyes shut for my license lady she wouldn't even let me retake it this one i remember they had let me retake it because you did the same thing. Yeah. My eyes were closed for half of them. Mm-hmm. Not because I wasn't paying attention, but because they just fucking did it. Like a nice little one, two, three might be helpful or something. <laughs> well, I support you 100%. But there are two sides to every story. And I would like to talk to the woman who took the picture mm-hmm. to see what her experience was. Because maybe yeah. maybe you weren't listening. Well, for my first license, like right when I turned 16 or whatever, I didn't, because I'm dumb, because I'm 16 or whatever... I didn't realize that they took your picture that day. I thought, you know, they were going to take it some other That's day. That's adorable. So I went in there and I just looked like, you know, That's a sweatshirt and like my hair. Did you long. pass your driver's test the first time? Yeah. Nice. Do you think I did? Oh boy. Yeah, I think you did. Well done. I did. <laughs> well, we took driver's ed and stuff in high school. It was still a course you could take. At your high school? It was hard to oh. get into. We did not have that, dude. Yeah. We had, we had like woodwork. But not driver's ed? Because like you need to learn to work with wood, but you don't need to learn to drive a fucking car, I <laughs> That's guess. That's a skill that I wish that I had. I wish that I had taken wood shop. Hello? It's fucking great. I, I don't. And, well, actually, a wood shop class would be That's cool. But sick. I'm like, It's kind of tight. There was a lot of extraneous classes that you could take as your electives, like junior and senior year, that people just did nothing in. Like yeah. my film class, I took it because my dad was like, take the film class because I had to choose between that and like ceramics. Mm-hmm. Ceramics, another one. Like great if that's your hobby, but- I'm sorry, here. We're trying to prepare you for adulthood. Learn how to make a fucking pot and make it even with your thumbs. And glaze it. Keep your thumbs on the outside while it spins. Use the pedal. I agree that driver's ed is a very valuable class and should have been offered at your school. But I think years after... So like taxes too though, like that kind of thing. Totally. A couple years after I had graduated, they had done away with the... They got rid of it? Yeah, because there wasn't enough funding for it. Oh, that sucks. It's like one of the first things to go. There was actually an auto shop class towards like my senior year, I think. That's so sick. But I was too late or whatever. But I, they had like a garage and you could like learn how to work That's on cars. So yeah, I would have taken that. Well, um, 
I, I just think it's valuable because for my, you know, my family, like my dad was a decent teacher for driving, but mm-hmm. like I didn't live with him. I, you know, I, had, I saw him on, you know, week, every other yeah, weekend or sure, whatever. Yeah. But when I would try and learn how to drive from my mother, it was like some of the most stressful fucking moments of my life. Cause she's just holding onto the fucking bar dad, and like screaming the, the whole thing. time. My dad did the same thing. So terrified. And like, it's very difficult to learn with some, like that type of energy going on, but that's cause we live together with my mother, you know, yeah. but there it's common that not every 15 year old that is ready to get their license, you know, yeah. whether they have a car that they can use when they turn 16 or not. Like not everyone has a parent that's even willing to totally, teach them how totally. to drive. We were both kind of lucky. So in that, driver's in that. ed was a class that you yeah. could take and you could learn how to drive. Yeah. You know? My dude. Oh God. I remember every time I would get behind the wheel, my dad would grab the thing and he would just like brace himself for a fucking accident. It's really difficult yeah. to learn in that environment. Yeah. And you're like doubting yourself. You're like, well, well, could you stop that maybe? And it's like he wants to stop, but he's also genuinely thinking that he might like have yeah. to like brace for himself. Well, I learned how to drive on a standard car and then I drove a standard car for a lot of years. So. You mean like a manual transition? Yeah. Transmission? Yeah. So it is like there's definitely a lot more like stalling out that yeah. happens while you're learning and it feels I still a don't lot know how to drive jerky. a manual. So I feel I like I understand that aspect of it. Like if you're teaching someone how to drive a stick shift, yeah. it is like, you know, you might jerk around a little bit. Yeah. But for like an automatic car i know tell my dad that when well, i was we're 15. going like 15 miles an hour I for know. so much of the learning process i know so like i promise you it's gonna be okay yeah um but yeah i mean i don't know i haven't taught a 16 year old how to drive so but relinquishing c- control especially with your car scary. to a kid that you know very well hey, might crash like that's but that's being a parent man Listen, like it's like okay I, to, to anyone that's scared in that situation, go go get in a driver's ed car with four other kids that don't know how to fucking drive. At least that have, man's the real hero. At least you have a safety wheel and pedal, though. He did. Well, I took driver's ed with a girl that lit, like the only real time I was scared in that car with those other kids was she. We were driving on, so you do like city driving. You do like in upstate New York, you have some country driving, like yeah. country roads. There's a little bit of different situation than highway driving john denver yeah yeah so we're on one of these like country roads it's two lanes you know there's one going this way and one coming this way so it follows different rules with your hashed lines in the center people pass you know all kinds of shit so usually there's no like stoplights or anything you just there's a turn and you take it that's it yeah she did not understand the like these the speed limits like 45 50 miles an hour on these roads yeah she did not understand that you have to slow down the car in order to turn. So she just, he's like, okay, you know, in the next, you know, 100 feet or whatever, you're going to, you're going to take a left or 300 feet, whatever. So she just starts like, she's going to cut the wheel. Oh and he's like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking die. And he slams on his fucking student brake or whatever. And Jesus Christ. He's, but that's the sort of thing like. But he stays so calm. And yeah. He's just, like, yeah. That's the real in order to take In MVP. order to take a turn, you know, we. We have to slow down. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You she's just like, didn't think of it. She's like, it's okay. Yeah. You just keep going. Yeah. That's the, that's the sort of thing, though, like I can imagine my 15-year-old self thinking like, yeah, you turn. Yeah, you Why just would turn. you slow down? I don't get it. Why? Don't, I would just yeah, turn. I yeah. turn here. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it was fucking terrifying, dude. Just whips it around the corner. Dude, can you imagine? Yeah, that sounds fucking... You sound like you're going to roll, and you're just like, okay, this is it. Yeah, you're in like a minivan. Yeah. 
Oh, we did it. Yeah, my mom had the uh, Eurovan growing mm-hmm. up. Man. First of all, that thing was not easy to drive. Second of all, we didn't drive it legally a lot of time because the back folded up into like a bed. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to drive with it like that. But we did. Wait, what? Because you could buckle in while you're laying completely <laughs> flat. So we would lay completely <laughs> flat in the back and buckle in. What like, the like hell? Like sardines, yeah. Um, on like road trips and stuff. When we are going up the five to Northern California oh, and stuff. that's cute. Um, yeah, so you would turn around if you're driving and it's just like one little like bed and there's just the kids on it. It was semi-safe. It was probably not the best idea. You can never drive with the pop-up open though because that would have like not allowed the car to drive. Yeah. I used to, my, my friend that lived up the street from me, her parents had a Volvo and in the 90s, they, like the station wagon, they had these little tiny seats that folded down in the trunk and you sat backwards. You sat <laughs> I remember facing out that of the exact trunk. car. I remember and that car. We just thought it was like the most fun thing. The coolest the thing world. ever. Yeah. You would always want those seats. Yeah. Hell yeah. You wave at other cars. You're like watching. You have like, you, you're like the pilot pretty much. But you're going backwards. You're in a cockpit. You, but as a kid, you're like, backwards. this is my fucking car now. <laughs> But I I imagine that that car was marketed to people as like a seven passenger vehicle, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah. But it's you, there's you're sitting on the ground. Yeah, it's just like a seat that was plopped into the well, trunk. Well, it's a seatbelt on the back of the back seats. Yes, so it's very like afterthoughty. <laughs> it's, your your feet are like you're sitting in the trunk. On a, you know, quote unquote seat, but it's not like your legs have leg. You're not sitting in a chair. You're no. on the trunk There's the, yeah. strapped in with a seatbelt yeah. with your legs crossed on the floor of the trunk mm-hmm. backwards facing out. In hindsight, probably not that safe. Still absolute blast as a kid. Totally. I've sat in that car before. It was fucking great. Yeah. And my uncle's pickup truck, like in the back of the, it had like a, you know, extra big cabin or whatever. Yeah. So behind this, the passenger seat and the driver's seat, maybe sometimes it was like a bench seat, mm-hmm. but there was uh, two little, literally just folds down a seat. And he yeah. was like, that. Yeah. I thought that was the most fun thing in the whole world. Have you ever sat in the bed of a car when you, when you like the bed of a truck when it was driving? Fuck no. It's illegal. I did, I did that once. What's wrong with you? It wasn't a smart thing, but What's I did What's fucking wrong with you? I didn't really have much of a choice. So <laughs> if I wanted a ride, that's how I was getting a ride. It was very recent, too. Uh, Julian. It wasn't that recent. It was... It, what? Julian. Okay, we were shooting behind the scenes for Midland in Austin. Can you guess? It was with Colin. We were in Austin. Okay. Oh, but that's like a thing. Were you in Texas? We were, we were in Austin. So, but... It, I know people do it. I, I still wasn't comfortable, but it was like, you know, we were going to one of their houses to drop some stuff off, and then we were going to go out. How fast did you go? No more than 25. 25 is still too fast. No more. We were going on Congress. It wasn't a bit, it wasn't like a highway. It's wow. like a. Is it what, illegal in Texas? I don't, I, probably, but I think it's one of those laws where it's like illegal, but also like we're not going to really. I know. I see people that like put their dogs in the back of an open. I've seen that room. a lot, actually, yeah. uh, with but like big dogs. But I feel like the laws regarding dogs in cars are very like not clear. Are there, I know in other, I think in the UK. I don't know them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read the other day that if a dog is in your car in somewhere. (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. And you get in an accident and the dog gets hurt or something, it, it, 
negates your insurance so for certain types of accidents so it's it's basically like if there's a dog loose in the car we're not going to cover you if you get in an accident you need to make sure that your dog is safe and that is it dogs or babies oh my god no no i no i I thought i thought i saw that same story about babies no okay it was dogs okay just making sure It's, it's basically i think the idea behind it is if if your dog's loose and running around in your car it's probably a distraction, so we're not going to cover you yeah. if you get in an accident. Yeah. I did read that. Yes, I remember that. But that's it's not like that's you in the need UK. to have your dog restrained in a certain way in your car. But like, that's the only the United lo- States, that's the only law of that sort I've ever heard of. Yeah, but I'm not like brushed up on fucking. But I think just the ev- like the everyday person knows laws without well, being we, a lawyer. We like, see people with dogs loose in their car, people with dogs in the back of their pickup trucks, yeah. people with dogs wherever. People with dogs who are like very aggressively putting their heads all the way out the back window oh, so while they're nervous. going really fast. And I'm just like, do you like really trust that dog or something? so nervous. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I My think My best that- friend Jackie, her dog, Bebe, would like, it was her happy place to jam her whole head out the window and bark into the air and my favorite was when we would go into the tunnels yeah and she would hear her own bark so whenever we go in the tunnel she would row, 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 and it's fucking echoing in the tunnel she loved it she dogs was, are the best she was dude. a good dog dogs are the best what are you what girl what are you barking at just the wind <laughs> rushing bork, in bork, her bork, face bork. Bork, bork, bork. if marble could reach that high he would do the same fucking thing no he likes to relax in the car he's a good boy he does not like to relax in the he car. He relaxes in the he, car. He makes noises that a chimpanzee makes when he's we're pulling up to the dog boy. park or our walk. Oh, but that's when we're there because he's excited. But yeah, while but we're driving, he's a good boy. Fair but enough. But they have a car seat. They do. Peach makes me nervous sometimes because she'll leap out of her car seat and put her hands on my left shoulder while I'm driving. <laughs> and she'll just appear next to me. And that's because we need to shorten her. Yeah, she's got a long leash on that harness. But yeah. Cheers, friend. Cheers, friend. Well, happy Aries season to all of you guys. Uh, we'll be we'll be back with another Aries season podcast for like a whole month, baby. It's just getting started. Oh boy. Um, I need a car seat for Aries season, please. Just like in the house. Yeah. <laughs> put turn you into a bubble boy, like put you in the. Yes, please. We should go on our first date sometime. Maybe. Anyway, thank you guys for listening Maybe. to the podcast. Maybe. Oh, did I just get? denied or no you got friend zoned i know but i'm oh damn okay fair enough well pray for me i'm in the friend zone uh pray for me it's aries we'll see you guys next week be loud and be proud it's aries season oh bye